Savvy Business Radio, drawing out the best from our guests with our host, Christina Nichman. Our guest today is David Nagel, founder of the multi-million dollar coaching company, Life Is Now, Inc., helping thousands of entrepreneurs, experts, and self-employed professionals gain the confidence and find the right mindset to increase their revenue. Today, part one, we discuss why people stop the origin of self-sabotage and also find out more about David's transformational journey to entrepreneurship. Find out more about David at davidnagel.com. Hi, David. Welcome to Savvy Business Radio. How are you today? I'm doing great, Christina. How are you? Oh, you betcha. I'm doing fabulous. I don't know if you know this, David, but I've been a follower of yours for the past four years. My mentor, Deborah Burnt, um, told me all about you a number of years ago and said that you've done phenomenal things for her and, and helping her expand and explode her business. And uh, so, you know, I've been a fan of yours ever since. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. I did not know that. And Deborah's uh, been a good friend for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And today we're going to talk about something very important. Uh, the new year gets started. People get excited. They're like, oh, I'm going to do these resolutions. I'm going to put these goals down. And shortly thereafter, they break the goals to themselves. And February, you're not going to the gym anymore. You're not you know, working on your finances anymore. And you fall out the way and you feel like crap. So today's topic is how, why do people self-sabotage and what can they do to change that? So before we go to that amazing topic, share with the audience a little bit about your backstory in the world of entrepreneurship. Well, you know, my backstory was interesting because um, it didn't start, it actually didn't start out well. I was a high school dropout and I was really heading nowhere. I was um, about the only job that I could get was driving a forklift on a dock, mm. but I had a, I had a, um, an interesting experience in my life, all of many, but <laughs> the first one that kind of changed uh, my thinking or caused me to actually start to think differently was I had a near-death experience. I had a, a water skiing accident, and I got sucked through a dam um, on the Illinois River back in 1989. Mm. And it kind of woke me up to the idea that life could be a lot shorter than we possibly think that it is for ourselves. And if I was ever really going to do something, I better get started now. Because um, I was really full of a lot of excuses as to why I couldn't do uh, things that I wanted to do. And I wasn't following through on the things that I was supposed to do. So that's how I ended up in the situation of working on a dock to begin with. Mm. And so I started to study over a period of time. And that led me to one seminar after another, one book after another. And I really began to educate myself uh, on how to control your thinking and how to program yourself for success and then business stuff on how to on how to learn about business and I and I started helping people um, wasn't charging anything I was just helping them with with their business or their employment and they were getting really great results and then that ended up turning into a career that I've been involved with now for over 20 years Wow. You know, what's amazing about this, your story, David, is so many people who've come to share on Savvy, who've become experts in whatever they, they've exploded into, was they had a similar story. They had a crisis happen in their life where they're like, is this it? And, you know, they get cancer, the, the kid goes off to college, whatever it might be, lose your job. And they think, now what? And then they get to the point like, you know, I'm not here forever. What am I going to do with the rest of my life? And I've, I've got to do something different. And so you mentioned something interesting there that you kept breaking your promises. And, and I know myself and everyone listening in can relate. Why is it so often that we make excuses and do not follow through on our goals? I think that at some point in our life, whether, I mean, 
if we had, so here's, it can be as simple as this. We had parents that did not uh, actually have us follow through and feel what it felt like to complete something and, and actually understand the importance of that. And, that and, and literally have that initial programming early in our lives. I did not have that. That was one of the reasons why I didn't do it. But let's say a person does have that. So it's whether they have it or they don't. At some point in their life, they, they start to stop being their word. So they say they're going to do something. The, they either ha- they get afraid, life takes over, whatever it might be, and they break their word. So then that begins to turn into a habit. Anything that we do repetitively, we're going to start to program ourselves to, redo, uh, to do automatically. And then we, then we start to set a goal. And what we have developed is actually a strategy for failure mm-hmm. that kicks in subconsciously. It gives us the perfect reason to stop. We don't even know that we're self-sabotaging. It seems perfectly legitimate. And then we don't follow through and get the results that we're looking for, but we don't know why. Yeah. And what's amazing, David, and I've witnessed this in my own life, is that the excuses seem real. I mean, things will literally pop up. When you when you stand up to say, I'm going to take a bigger step forward, I'm going to, you know, let's say start my own business. Everything and anything will step in to kind of look like it's a real crisis. And you're like, but no, I can't do this. The kid just got sick. I got to go to the hospital. I got to do this. Is that, how is that coming about? Or is that just everyday life? And we're just noticing it more because we're more alive in, in our new goals. I think it's a little of both. And you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Most of the things that show up are real. And we have to actually deal with them. That's what really messes with a person's head so much. <laughs> I do think that once we set a new objective for ourselves that we haven't accomplished before, mm-hmm. there's a part of the subconscious mind that says, I don't know if that's safe. Mm-hmm. And it automatically kicks in our self-sabotage program, whatever it is. And it's different for every person. We all have a strategy for stopping. In other words, we have a place where it, it, it gets to be too much and we create a crisis, we create uh, a reason, we create too much work or a fight with our spouse or whatever it might be, kids getting sick. And then we say, I have to focus on this. Mm -hmm. I can't focus on that. We stop periodically. And then that turns into stopping for a week, a month, a year, five years, 10 years, Mm -hmm. you know, a lifetime for some people. Yeah. And it's interesting because even with, say, the gym, you go a couple times, you over push your body, you're not listening to your body, you pull something, oh, I got to miss a few days, a few days, as you say, turns into a month, and you're like, well, you know, uh, I don't want to hurt myself again. So then you just stay out of, you know, un, you know, not in shape and not getting back into health. Uh, so what is... What do you tell your clients that get to those stages of crisis? How do they learn to push through the pain? Well, here, so first, when I actually work with somebody, what I, what I do first and foremost with them is unravel their strategy for failure. Hmm. This way, we, we understand how it shows up in their life. Because when they set a goal to do something with me, it's not going to be the first time this strategy has showed up in their life. This has showed up many times before. But if we know how it shows up and we know what the person does when that strategy does show up, we can then plan uh, and, have, and have plans in place to overcome that when it happens. The other thing is that they become conscious of it when it does happen. So when it happens, they don't get, they don't get sucked in emotionally to whatever, whatever the, uh, 
the problem is or the drama is, they don't get sucked into that emotionally. They can actually step aside of it and go, oh, look at this. This is my pattern. This is exactly what we said would happen, and it did. And now I know what to do to overcome it so that I don't actually stop. Mm. You know, it's amazing. I heard you talk about this. You have on your podcast, you started the three level or three um, podcast for transformation. And you got started in December, warming people up to the idea that, you know, in January, you're going to put down goals again, you're going to get excited about things. Now let's set this up so you actually are successful. Right. So on your podcast, uh, uh, Successful Mind Podcast, you said you, you were talking about the last podcast, you're talking about being impeccable to your word, uh, the four agreements. And then, you know, what I'm getting from you right here, that's the most important part of all of this, besides deciding to be making the decision to be impeccable to your word, is planning ahead, because that's why we fail, because we are not planning ahead to when I do that thing I always do, how am I going to deal with it? Yeah, that's, abs that's absolutely yeah. correct. Mm. And, and then the other part I'm getting for you is being con conscious of what's going on instead of being subconscious and just walking through the routine. So what I'm also gathering, gathering from most of us is that we get on, it's on a set routine and we don't even realize we're on a wheel. We do not. It, mm -hmm. is on a, it is on a set routine and it completely blindsides us. You know, usually we're in it, we're in that strategy pretty far in or pretty deep in before we realize that it's actually happened that we've, that we've really stopped. Mm. And you know what, Dave, this reminds me, David, very early on, the first year I was in business, I had Deborah Byrne helping me. She put me together with some sales scripts. I was making cold calls, hated it. Um, still do. It's not, not super fun to call strangers. But you know, what was interesting is I wasn't making barely any sales. And it was like, I'm calling hundreds of people. It was driving me nuts. And then one day someone called me up and I was telling him, okay, here's our prices for our advertising. And he said to me, you know what? I'm amazing at my business. I'm a marketer. You should just have me on because I'm going to bring so much influence. That I've already paid for the spot. And I said, no, no, but the spot costs money and you know, whatever, whatever. So we're going back and forth. And I actually eventually said yes. And when we hung up, I burst into tears because at that moment in my life, I had no food in the fridge. I was really hungry and I hadn't brought any money in all week and I had bills coming. And I was like, you know, what the hell did I just do? I just gave away my services for free. Why did I do that? But that was a perfect moment that I became conscious of my actions and said, and I, I questioned myself, why did I do that? And, you know, I came to the realization I wanted to be light. It was more important. What I was getting from that transaction is I didn't want him to walk away that I wasn't being nice. There you go. Mm -hmm. that, that'll do it. And, and, you know, that's a funny thing about sales. It's, it's usually what stops most people is because they, they would rather be liked uh, than actually make the sale. So they do stuff like that to sabotage. It was brilliant that you saw it. Yeah. Well, Deborah Burnt was the, the, the great mentor that was able to help me see that because had we not been working together prior and her helping me see some of my, you know, as you were saying, when you work with people, you see where their sticky points are. So when you come across, you're like, why did I just do that? I'm hungry. Why did I not demand <laughs> a sale? Yeah, but, you know, it takes that sometimes going through that pain. And let's talk about that, how sometimes the pain could be the catalyst to your greatest growth. Yeah, there, there's absolutely no question about it. Um, in, in times in my life where I've had the biggest breakthroughs, mm -hmm. uh, I've, I also had the biggest um, like kind of catastrophe or, 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 or pain, if you will, mm -hmm. that preceded that. Uh, I was, I, even after I went through the dam, I went through a period of time where I was working on the forklift in the trailer, but I didn't know how to get out of that situation. Mm -hmm. 
because logic said, well, if you hadn't quit high school and you'd went to college and you'd, mm -hmm. and you'd learned a, a, a skill and built a, a career for yourself, you wouldn't be in this position. So mm -hmm. logic says, go back to, go back, finish high school, go get your college degree. But I had already started a family and I didn't have the time or the money to do that. I was working six and a half days a week. And I had no idea that, that my attitude and my beliefs that were controlling what I saw, and, and I saw nothing but obstacles in that happening. Mm -hmm. When I changed that, then all of a sudden everything would change. And this is really what inspired me to begin to study because I changed my attitude, three things in my attitude. Mm -hmm. And in a month, I tripled my income. Yes. And when that happened so fast, I was, I was shocked. I was absolutely stunned. And it, I was like, there's more to this than I understand. I need to find out what it is. And that's when I began to study. Mm. Well, we're going to stay tuned. We're going to come right back, carry on with this awesome conversation. Stay tuned tomorrow for part two with David Nagel. And we discuss how an attitude shift can transform your life and business. Savvy Business Radio broadcasts worldwide via a large podcast network celebrating business owners, entrepreneurs, influencers, and successful individuals. Find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest. Call 732-474-7375 or email Christina at SavvyBusinessRadio.com.